0: Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why, our afternoon sport racing bulletin brought to you by Blue Bet. I'm Tim Gilbert. I'm joined by my News Corp colleague, racing journalist Matt Jones, who you probably know from news.com.au and also pro punter Brad Miller, otherwise known as At Horse Miller
1: 3. How are you, Matt and Brad? Hi, Tim. G'day, Tim. Good, thank you. Looking forward to the weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, it should be a cracker. Today on the show, we'll look at which horses to bet on and why, pick a quaddy and each of us will make a best bet of the day. Okay, now we all have $100 each, thanks to Bluebet, to put on the Group 1 races at Royal ramwick Let's start with the Australian Oaks, of course, for three-year-old Phillies. And uh, look, for me, look, my bets are not going to be anywhere near as complex as yours. I'm your average punter who's going to go and put $100 on the hooter of something that he likes. And I, I like Gypsy Goddess. I really do. Um, so Gypsy Goddess, $100 to win. Of course, Pike on board. And uh, look, I think he will navigate the wide gate and get the chocolates for Van Dyke. Of course,
1: Gypsy Goddess for me, $100 to win. Matt, what do you think? I agree with you. I think Gypsy Goddess uh, was the the trial run, I guess you could say, out of the Vinery. Although Pink Ivory wasn't far behind her, and I think they're very hard to split. But I would say Gypsy Goddess on top from, I think, Honey Creeper. from Godolphin's form experts said that he, she sorry, rated better than Colette in winning the Adrian Knox two years ago, and Colette went on and won the Oaks. So that's a good pointer. But I'm going to have... Fifty dollars the win on Gypsy Goddess, and I'm just thinking that Johnny Sargent's other horse, Jim Martini, at fifty to one, might be a really good outsider. So twenty-five each way on Gypsy Goddess for my other fifty. So you have fifty uh, for Gypsy Goddess. What's your... I... ah sorry, my, my, my other my other my other twenty-five each way on Jim, Jim Martini. Martini. Um, the horses the horse blew the start in the Vinery and there was an excuse run. So I think it's overs. What about you, Brad? Yeah, a little quirk on the race. I picked up twelve of the eighteen fillies actually wearing
2: Blinkers, so two-thirds of the field. Um, one of those that I like is is Honey Creeper, the one Matt mentioned. Um, she's Blinkers on first time in the Adrian Knox, and she just smashed them running away late. Um, she actually ran the fourth best last 200 of the day, and that was at 2,000, and that was equal to Fireburn over 1,400, and they were both of similar tempos. She's just got the right platform for me with the run at the 2,100 and the 2,000 metres um, on the heavy ground. And now she's on the seven-day back up to 2400 Hugh Bowman is riding really well. He's actually riding 30% above market expectation for his last 100 rides. Um, so I'm pretty keen on her. So I'll have 100 a win on Honey Creeper.
0: Okay, now race seven. The Sydney Cup, um, look, I'm going to go on Crystal Pegasus, $50 each way. Down in the weights, five-year-old Gilding, Waller, Jamie Carr, Won his last four, including the Mornington Cup last start. So for me, it is fifty dollars each. Weight should be about six fifty, I think six fifty seven dollars by the time it starts on Bluebet. So uh, that's the way I'm going. Crystal
2: Pegasus. What about you, Brad? Um, yeah, another little uh, thing I picked up here. First female jockey to win the Sydney Cup. I think it might happen this time um, with the the weights being compressed down. There is a lot of female riders here. Uh, one of those is Knight's Order um, with Rachel King on board. On pace for the Gaybots stable at his peak, now fourth up. Fourth up, he's actually four starts for two wins and a third, including a 4.8-length win in the Brisbane Cup last year over this distance. Um, that was almost an identical prep, and he's on the seven-day backup. I like can easily make a case he's actually going better this time, in, and he has a, a better platform with the 2600 heavy track run under his belt. They run a huge figure in that Chairman's. It was the second best of the day um, behind the Nature Strip win. Uh, and although he was run down by a, a mare called Nerve Not Verve, um, the further they went, the stronger he was. I, compare his run on the same day to Hitotsu in the derby. He was out four lengths slower to the 600 and home at 36.92 and Knight's Order was home 36.24 at the end of the twenty six hundred. Um, they're talking Japan Cups, Cox Plates, you know, which is pie in the sky stuff for Hitotsu, but Knight's Order's gone about six lengths better, and if they're at a similar price, you know, Hitotsu's the same price in the Melbourne Cup as Knight's Order in a Sydney Cup. I think one or both is wrong. So I have 60 a win on Knight's Order, and Shorefire um, has Cathy O'Hara on board, Waller in 3rd up, like the way he kept charging on the heavy ten. First up at 2,000, then he just hit a flat spot last time. They put the blinkers on him here. They were both really fast races, and I think that blinker, the blinkers can help him get through that flat spot, uh, and I want to be with him as well. So I have 40 a win on Surefire.
1: All righty. Now, what about you in the Sydney Cup, uh, Matty? Well, Crystal Pegasus is not going to know himself with 51 kilos on his back. I think Jamie Carr's mm-hmm. ride will be a bit key. He's got a bit of an awkward draw. He's got to slot in somewhere. I, I know the Chosen One's giving away weight to all the other horses with 56 kilos, but I thought its um, run last start in the Tankard was very good, meets Stockman five. But Stockman meets him five kilos better at the weight, so it's difficult to see how he can turn around. But speaking of Bjorn Baker... Um, He says the chosen one's flying at home. He's obviously looking after it for Murray. Um, Luntzi's put in a top Sydney Cup trial over 2,600 last week. But ever since Chalk stream ran third in the Queen's Cup, I said, I'm going to back that horse no matter where it goes next start. Um, He sat wide, three deep the whole way, no cover, and was still coming strong at the line. So I'm going to have... $80 Eighty dollars to win on Chalk Stream at around ten to one. I think it's good odds, and the other twenty dollars, I'm just going to have ten dollars each way on the chosen one. I just think, even though he's carrying the big weight, I think he's really ready to run a big race, and he had some little excuses in the Tancred. So, um, eighty dollars win on Chalk Stream, and ten dollars each way on the chosen one. And for those that don't know the backstory, Chalk Stream, of
0: course, is Queen Elizabeth's. Horse, it is uh, owned by the Monarch, and of course, Chris Waller is training Chalkstream, so that would be some kind of win if Chalkstream was to win the Sydney Cup now moving on quite appropriately to race 8 the Queen Elizabeth Stakes and look I, I don't know what to do with Zaki in the wet um, such a, a good horse if it was firm you'd think that Zaki would be favourite uh, Montefilia, of course was outstanding the other day but for me grand final day we talk in terms of that sometimes and champions like very elegant very elegant of course the Melbourne Cup winner this 6 year old mare has just got better better stronger Chris Wallace I saw him interviewed during the week. He said she's in fantastic condition, has no problem with the wet. McDonald on board. I'm going to have $100 to win on very elegant uh, in the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. Brad?
2: Yeah, no knocks there. Um, I just love this mare, Jouais, the Seamus Award mare. She's just absolutely airborne. She's taken all before this prep. Um, Her her stats read three goes on heavy for nothing, um, but dig a bit deeper you know, two starts back in the Chipping Norton. That was a heavy 10 at Randwick, uh, and she should have beaten Very Elegant that day. She got held up on the rail, peeled over heels, and flashed home late. Um, she's been dominant sprinting home off slow tempos, but her Australian Cup win was a very fast tempo, and that was her best win. I just think she's a star. So in a, in a really tough race, I'm chips in her. I'm having a 100 a win at US. Yeah, another one
0: of the Cummings trainers. Just amazing, isn't it? Uh, What Edward has done uh, as well. When you think of him, James, Anthony, of course, the great Bart. So uh, that's the
1: way you're going in the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. What about yourself, Matt? Well, i found reasons why most of them can and can't win. Um, I think Mm -hmm. if it's a genuinely run race elegant would win but she can be brought undone in small fields where it gets stat- tactical and stop start which has happened happened in the last queen elizabeth um i also think she's a better 2400 meter horse but who could doubt her 11 group one she's great um i'm sort of with brad i just think Due Ace is flying even when she's lost this prep she's had excuses and she's been flying um the the, the run last start in the tanker good horses race was sensational um, I think she's the horse on the way up in the field. Um, obviously, Animo probably should be the Cox Plate champion, um, but he can write that wrong, I think, as well. Um, just a question on how good the three-year-olds he, uh, he's been beating, but he did beat him by seven lengths last start. So, I just think Duais has the is the horse on the up, along with Animo, of course. Montefiore did beat Very Fair and Square in the Randvet, to be fair, and I think she's obviously a perfect two-thousand-meter horse too, and peaks third up. Very tough race, but I just think Juace. I just think I like the way that this horse hasn't just been winning her races, but she's been winning them easily. And like Brad said, it, she should have run the Chipping Norton at a hundred to one. She was desperately unlucky that day. So I'm with Brad. I'm going to put all my money on A S too. About six fifty. I think it's very good price. Yeah, uh, you would.
0: You know, and it's very difficult to find reasons to have a crack at Joas but you would say the only thing the only thing is back to 2000 but uh yeah um what a horse what, what a mighty horse now the fourth of the group ones is race nine queen of the turf um I'm going to go with this five-year-old mare another Cummings train this time James of course with Godolphin and Colette loves loves the wet loves the water and I, I just think the Colette is ready for another win so queen of the turf for me
1: it is a hundred dollars on number one Colette Matt? I agree with you. Colette's got a real sense of timing about her. I I was at um, track work at Osborne Park um, on Tuesday morning with Godolphin, and the track work rider said Colette was the sharpest she's been after a track work session. She was a little – wasn't as sharp before the uh, George rider, and she still ran second there to a horse called Forbidden Love, who, as we all know, is airborne at the moment. Um, She gets McDonald on, good draw. Um, I just can't knock her at all, the good track – um uh, she, she was second in the Apollo. They're top form races. Um and I think she's ready to win. Ice Bath is a horse best fourth and fifth up. She proved that again with a placing in the Doncaster. Um apart from the real wide gate. I just can't see any query with her. Fangirl drops back in trip, but that suits tough a tough 1850 in the binary back to a tough Randwick mile and she gets the informed Brett dollar on I, I think she's a huge threat and I guess we'll get to see how good this undefeated Yonts is um, from, from Melbourne but I just think Colette's got the runs on the board and I'm going to stick with Colette and I'm going to put my $100 on Colette to win. What about you Brad? Yeah, well, I'm hoping to make it a 3 Pete.
2: Um... I'm with Colette as well. She, she's best suited. She's best suited. I've taken she's a bigger carry, price. She's carrying yeah. a lot of kilos. I've taken a bigger price, but um, I still think there's a bit of meat on the bone there. She's best suited at uh, at the weight for age condition. She's the highest rated mare. Fourth up, she's four starts for three wins, including the Group 1 Empire Rose and the Golden Eagle. She loves wet ground. Um, she's unproven on the heavy tens, my only little niggle with her. I thought she was only fair in the chipping Norton, but she did have lacerations so she might have been clipped or something in the run. Um, that was her only miss on heavy ground, but I'm, I'm really keen to be with her. Um, so I'll have an 80 a win, Colette. And the one I don't want to be losing in the race if she wins is um, the other one Matt mentioned, is Jontz. Um She's six out of six. She's had an incredible debut prep for Maran and Eustace. Um, she's by price here, so she'll love the heavy conditions. Um, this is clearly her biggest test to date. Um, but her best win was on a soft five at Flemington, um, so I'm thinking the heavy's going to suit her. She did, she actually didn't let down properly on a, on a few of those good tracks in Melbourne. You could see she wasn't totally comfortable, um, but she loves the soft. Um, Two thousand back to sixteen hundred is ideal for her, and uh, I want her on side, So I'll have eighty a win, Colette, and twenty a win on Yonce. Okay, and Colette around that three dollars ninety mark with Blue Bluebet. When
0: we return, we will get the boys' quaddies.
2: Us Aussies love having a crack. We invented the hill's hoist.
0: Wine cast, the mullet, and of course, the streaker. And the mother's mother of all inventions. The quicker, slicker, faster, sharper, brand spanking new Blue Bet app. Get racing in sport form, expert tips, previews, live streaming, and place bets faster than you can say, that's the duck's nuts! The True Blue brand new Aussie app. Blue! don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. The Osher Group. Our motto is winning connections. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osher Group where a new world of excitement awaits. Whilst our horses are judged at the winning post, our service extends far beyond the racetrack. We're committed to exceeding the expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like, as well as maintaining strong relationships with leading horse trainers with whom our horses are stabled. racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth through a strategic well-managed and data-driven approach there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio so come find us online at www.theoshergroup.com the osher group our motto is winning connections All right. It is time to look at Matt and Brad's quaddies, and let's start with race seven. Of course, it is the Sydney Cup. Uh, Brad, uh, what horse you got in your quaddy in race seven?
2: Uh, so quaddy for me, as for reasons outlined, I've got uh, three Knights Order, 11 Shorefire, uh, but I'll also be throwing in nine Luntzies, who ran on well in that Knights Order race and look suited at 3,200 five Crystal Pegasus, 13 Chalkstream, 3,200 really looks his go. Um, he's been wide and, and hitting the line at his two Australian starts and a little gear change with the off-cheeker to help him stop laying in his noteworthy. Um, and four Stockman, the favourite, with Alicia
1: Collett on board. So three, eleven, 9, 5, 13 and 4. What about you, Matty? Well, I've got to throw in Chalkstream. It's $10 on Bluebed at the moment, juicy odds um, from the favourite paying $5 on Bluebet. Stockman, Crystal Pegasus, number five, has to go in with 11, Shawfire, and nine, Luntzies. And I think number one, I'm going to throw the chosen one in, $14 on Bluebet. I think he's a good price. A big, a lot of numbers, but it deserves that. It's a, it's a very open Sydney Cup. Well, the Queen Elizabeth Stakes is very open as well, Brad, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I've, I've got seven, Jouais. Um I have to put the favourite in six, very elegant. Um, mm. she, we know she loves the wet and she's going to be much better suited at Randwick, um, against Animo compared to the Mooney Valley run on the Cox Plate. She just doesn't get around the Valley. Um, and she's also meeting him better at the weights and I have to put Animo in. I just love him. Um, he's, he's clearly the best three-year-old in the country for me and, uh, yeah. I just, the only, my, my little niggle on him is his, his figures just aren't quite as strong on heavy ground. I know he won by seven lengths, but his figures in the Cox plate and the Caulfield Guineas on good tracks in the spring were actually stronger. So I'm putting him in, um, but I, I'm not totally sold on him. So seven, six, and nine. What
1: are your numbers, Matty? Uh, seven, Jouez, $6.50 on Blue Bet. good price. I think you, I, I, you can't leave out six, very elegant, nine, Animo eight Montefilia, and I, even though I don't have him in my top five, Dallasan on blue bet is $61. He ran a ripper in the Doncaster. He ran half a length behind a Dave in this race last year, so maybe it's just this time of the year he runs his best, and if he won at 60 to 1, you'd look back on what he's done in the past year and think, "Why I should have just thrown him in. So number five, Dallasan at $61 on blue bet might be some something just to throw in at odds. Yeah, well, queen of the turf, I think you're both going to have Colette
2: in there, Brad. Race nine? We are, yeah. So Colette and Yonce one and 14, and I have to throw in the three ice bath. Um, Her record on the seven-day backup at the top level is nothing short of outstanding. She's run second in a Golden Eagle, second in a Doncaster, second in a Cantillat, and the aggregate margin for those three seconds is 0.4 lengths. So she's due to win one on the backup. Um, and the Ruffy I want to throw in uh, with Bluebet is number nine, Ana Visto. Um, she was an excellent high rating winner first up. She'd previously only fired first and second up, but uh, I noticed the stable were talking about her holding condition much better this time in. So I'm expecting her to bat a bit deeper. Forgive the second up miss after the big exertion first up. She might have been a little bit flat and she can bounce back at big odds. So 1, 14, 3, and 9 for me.
1: What are your numbers there, Matty? going to go a little, little skinny. You've got to back Colette, number 1, and 3, Ice Bath, the two class horses of the race at set weight conditions. They don't give away weight. They, if they run their best, they should be fighting out the finish. I can't leave out Fangirl, who's $11 on blue bet. I'm going to throw just those three in to up my percentage. 1, Colette, 3, Ice Bath, 15, Fangirl. Okay, now what
2: about uh, race 10, Brad? Yeah, I'm throwing darts here. In in no particular order, Um, I've gone one, four moves ahead, four, Baluchi Babe, eight, Eminate, nine, Tricky Gale, 11, Jump the Broom, and 12, Majestic Shot, who's two from two, second up. Tricky Gale gets the blinkers on first time, and four moves ahead was a winner third up last time in, so they're my numbers. What
1: about you, Matthew? Well, Baluchi Babe just needs to run up to a form in the TJ and the Galaxy and she'll be in the finish here. Emanate smashed him in the birthday card by nearly five... Uh, not Emanate, sorry. Yeah, Emanate yeah, smashed him in the birthday card by nearly five lengths. But she's yet to win at Ramek from five attempts. But I'm backing her to run well. And I agree with Brad. Four moves ahead. just been freshened for this. So uh, my numbers will be 4, 8 and 1. All righty. Stay with us as we each will be picking our bet
0: of the day next All right, guys. Well, I'm uh, looking at my best bet. Um, rarely do you look at a two-year-old race for your for your best bet of the day, but I am. Race for number three, Paris Dior. This two-year-old filly. Um, look, I, I just I just like Paris Dior. Um, second in the Millennium, James McDonald. The Snowdens, um, yeah, so it is uh, Paris Dior in the Percy Sykes for me is my
2: best bet of the day. Brad? Yeah, I nearly made it in the Congo, but I'm heading to Adelaide for my best bet, Morfortville race eight, number 10, Daisies. Just really clever placement here. The, the Point Adelaide Guineas looks a weaker race versus the the Phillies race, the Aurora on the same day. Um, she should be giving away 12 kilos as a, as a two-time Group 3 winner, to Harley Movin, who's the second favorite, and she gets in two kilos under him. The progression to 1800, third up, looks really suitable for her on a way to the SA Oaks. Um, it's a long run to that first turn, so the wide gate I don't think should be any issues. Patty can either go forward, or if there's a bit of pressure up front, he can slot in. Um, she looks the clear class horse to me, and the best anywhere across the country on the day. So I'm keen to bet
1: race eight, number 10, Daisies. What about you, Matt? I agree with you, Tim, mate. I'm all over Paris Dior, all the way. Um, James McDonald hasn't left her back since he flew home on her in the English Millennium, where she was obviously luckless there. She's trialled twice since, bolted in both times, including the last one on a heavy nine, which she went through with ease. The Snowdens no doubt have a fit for this on a testing track, and she will get the cushy run from the gate. So, Randwick... Race four, number three, Paris Dior, best bet of the day.
0: All right, thank you, guys. That's it for what I'm picking and why. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors, Matt. Bluebet, the Holy owned Aussie Bookie. Yes, of course, and a big thank you to you and Brad. Hopefully, we've picked you some winners. We'll see you next week.